We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. That it might be fulfilled, pray. In order for the word of God to be fulfilled in your life, Pray. In order, in order for the purpose of God, the promise of God to be fulfilled in your life, pray. If you have been given a prophecy or you have a prophetic word and you desire that it be fulfilled in your life, pray. Our scripture prayer prompters. Philippians 4, 6-7. Philippians 4, 6-7 is the first one. Our scripture prayer prompters. Scriptures that you read and inspire you to pray. And you can even use to pray. That prompt you to pray. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, We gird your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Let's do that again. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, we gird your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And you can use it to pray and say, I will not be anxious for anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, I will let my requests be made known to God. And I believe that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, we gird, we police, we protect my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. And uh, Psalm 119, verses 49 and 50. Remember the word to your servant, upon which you have caused me to hope, this is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life, or your word has quickened me. Let's do that together. Remember the word to your servant, upon which you have caused me to hope, this is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has given me life. Thank you, Lord. Lord, remember your word unto me, the word which you spoke unto me. The word which I heard from you. The word which I read in your word. 
Lord, you have caused me to hope because of this word. This word is my comfort in my struggle. For your word has given me life. Your word has quickened me. Your word has comforted me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, we use scriptures to pray. When you use scriptures to pray, you remember better. You commit it to memory. In fact, you get a revelation as you are using scriptures to pray. You know, the light of God shines upon your heart. You have a better understanding of that scripture as you use it to pray. Amen. So, you pray the scripture. You do the scripture. You memorize the scripture. Amen. So, these are our scripture prayer prompters. The second one might be new, might be new to many. Even though I've said it many times uh, in prayer and in preaching. And the first one, most of us know it. Most of us know that. Um, but it's not just to know. It's also to do. It's also to remember and apply it in our lives. Amen. We don't just want to be talkers. We want to be doers. We don't want to just be listeners to the word, we want to be doers of the word. So that it might be fulfilled, pray. So this title is taken from Matthew 1, 22 to 23. Just a reminder. This is where this title comes from. This title, that it might be fulfilled. It comes from Matthew 1, 22 to 23. So all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So all this was done. And if you read the previous verses, many things were done. Even before then, many things were done. But immediate to these, an angel appeared unto Joseph, an angel appeared unto Mary, speaking to them of the plan of God, the purpose of God. And they decided to not just hear the word of God, but to obey the word of God. And they did some things in that obedience. So the scripture now says, so all this was done so that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet long, long time ago. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. See, there are many things that must be done before the promise of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God in our lives will be fulfilled. God will do his part. Are we going to do our part? That is the question. God will do his part. Are we going to do our part? See, First Timothy 2. First Timothy 2. If we look at First Timothy 2 from verse 12. You know, there is a scripture that most of us love to refer to or to quote. Actually, I'm sorry. I think it's Second Timothy 2 from verse 12. Second Timothy 2 from verse 12. Let's read from verse 11. This is a faithful saying. This is a truthful saying. This is a true saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. 
if we deny him, he also will deny us. Now verse 13 is the, is the one that we want to look at very closely. Verse 13 says, if we are faithless, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. You see that? If we are faithless. And many of us quote this scripture. Oh, if I am unfaithful. Lord, I've been unfaithful, but you are faithful. And we quote it basically as an excuse for unfaithfulness. We quote it. Oh, God is faithful. Oh, Lord. Uh, even though I've been unfaithful, but you are faithful. As if to excuse our unfaithfulness, we quote it. But that's not what the scripture is saying there. What the scripture is saying is that when we are unfaithful, when we are even faithless, God remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. He cannot deny himself means what? He cannot deny his word. His word is himself. He cannot deny his word. He cannot say, I did not say it. He cannot not fulfill his word. So he is going to still fulfill his word. Okay? He is going to fulfill his word. But if you are not in the place for him to fulfill his word through, his, through your life, he will use somebody else. He is going to do what he has to do. But it doesn't have to be through you. If you are not in the right place, he will use somebody else. So it's not saying, oh, your unfaithfulness is okay. No, he's saying, even when you are faithless, he will fulfill his word. Amen. He is faithful to his word. He is faithful to his word. In fact, that is what is consistent with the rest of the verses, the previous verses. Because the rest of the previous verses are saying the same thing. If we die with him, we will live with him. If we endure, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Amen. So, verse 13 has to be consistent with verses 11 and 12. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. Remain faithful to his word. He will fulfill his word. Amen. When Eli when Eli, we talked about this before, priest, the high priest Eli in the book of Samuel would not be faithful. And he didn't care so much about the word of God. He didn't care about the plan of God. He didn't care about the house of God. He didn't care about the people of God. God even sent prophets to him to warn him. He said, oh, don't worry. It is the Lord. Let him do whatever he wants to do. Instead of repenting. Amen. You know God comes and says. This is what is going to happen to you. If you turn around and say. Lord forgive me. Lord I've been unfaithful. Lord forgive me. God will turn around. And do his pleasure. His original pleasure. Which is to bless you. He will turn around and say I forgive you. Amen. But if we say. Oh, it is the Lord. If we don't care about his word, that negative thing will eventually come to pass. And that is what happened to Eli and his household. In fact, if, if we look at that, uh, actually, 
it's it would be good to take a quick look at that um, because there are some strong words there that we need to hear. Say, though I have said, First yeah, Samuel chapter two, if we read verse twenty-seven. Then a man of God came to Eli and said to him, Thus says the Lord, did I not clearly reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? Did I not choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, to wear an effort before me? And did I not give to the house of your father all the offerings of the children of Israel made by fire? Why do you kick at my sacrifice? And my offering, which I have commanded in my dwelling place. And honor your sons more than me to make yourselves fat with the best of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father will walk before me forever. You hear that? I said indeed that your house. And the house of your father will walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Fight be from me, for those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Amen. It's very good that we hear balanced word. And we don't just hear... Oh, wonderful, wonderful, and great, great things. God will bless you. God will bless you. We need to know the mind of God. We need to know the ways of God. We need to know how God works. So God comes to Eli and says, Even though I said this is what will happen to you, you will be blessed forever. You will, you will serve me forever. But you have continually kicked at my offerings. And you do not even respect my people. And you have even made use their offerings to make yourself fat. And the Lord says what? I will not do what I said I would do. Be it far from me. If you honor me, you will be honored. If you despise me, you will be lightly esteemed. Meaning you have despised me. I'm not going to do that in your life anymore. This will not be our portion in Jesus' name. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.